What's up, everybody? It's your old friend, John Middlecoff. I'm here to tell you about our friends at Game Time. Here's what I need you to do. Go to your smartphone, download a little app called Game Time. Baseball season's in full swing. Oracle Park. Been there a million times. Never doesn't live up to the hype. Go get yourself some garlic fries, a brewski, maybe uh, some ice cream. They have very good Ghirardelli ice cream there. And when you do that, promo code HAM. So download the Game Time app. Your first pair of tickets, promo code HAM, H-A-M, save $20. The A's, only going to be in the Bay Area for the rest of this season. You probably can basically go for free. Just buy a pair of tickets to any baseball game. They also have comedy shows if you want to check one of those out, or concerts. Game Time app, promo code HAM, save yourself $20. We don't even need to thank you. Just hammer that promo code. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. This Haberman Middlecoff segment is brought to you by sleepnumber.com slash ham and simplysafe.com slash ham and DraftKings promo code ham and expressvpn.com slash ham and mybookie.ag promo code ham1. Here we are. We're here. God, thank God. Thank God, John. I The closer we get to this game, the more confident I get in your boy, Coach Andy Reid. Um, this is the way I look at this game as we enter the weekend. I think the Chiefs have more room for error. That is, I think, if I could simplify what I feel about this game in one sentence, the Chiefs just have, I think they have more room for error. I won't even continue talking because that's as simply as I can put it. Do you agree with that? Well, I, I asked someone today, I said, why do you think the Chiefs are favored? despite clearly not having the better team. It's simple. They have the star quarterback. And so part of that is just the public. You know, just Mahomes is super famous, so you you kind of set that. Because I I think everyone agrees. Every single football mind you run into, the Niners are the better teams. And I'd say the majority, like the Dave Wansteads, bullshitted with him today for a minute, the old school (laughs) coaches always believe the defense is going to win. Like, they would always lean. I'd rather have the team with a better defense and a functional offense. I I just think the game's changed a little bit where a guy like Mahomes can have a dramatic impact in the way the league is officiated. I say it all the time. The the reason wide receivers are so in vogue right now is because it's it's impossible to guard them. You, You can't. Part of what made, you know, one game that keeps coming up is the Seattle Denver game. Well, a couple things with Seattle. One, they broke rules, and they uh, remember they. I was gonna say they padded up, but that was Harbaugh. John Harbaugh would pad up during OTAs. <laughs> Can you imagine being at Harbaugh's OTAs? You look out there, fucking doing full padded practices. It's like John. Uh, it's 2014. It's pretty clear this is not allowed. But Pete's was you're not allowed to press. He didn't put pads on. What are you gonna tell? Like Richard, no pressing. And remember, all they did was press. 
And I would imagine if we did a little film study, hashtag film study, of the All-22 in that first half, because the game was kind of over by half, that they were just mauling guys at the line. And remember, Belichick made a career, those early three Super Bowl teams, they just mauled everybody. It's yeah. like, okay, Marshall Falk, we're just going to tackle you. Teddy Bruschi, we just tackled him. Like, yeah, he didn't even have the ball, we just tackled him. You're not allowed to do that. So if you have these guys that can sprint around, because it always comes up in basketball. Could these guys score all these points back in the day? Well, in fairness to the old heads, they could kind of maul you, right? They could put their hands on you. They could hip check you. Like things you're now they just blow the whistle. Same deal with football. I, I don't know where you stand on this. I, I, I feel it more in the NFL. You, you call college games. Like I, it doesn't feel like the de- is defensive holding called a lot in college. Not like it is in no. the NFL. Would you agree? Uh... No, that's a good question. I don't think it is. I feel like how many times have you just an NFL game you're watching? Do you feel defensive holdings called three or four? You think it's that many? I would say a couple, a couple times. Yeah, but I, I guess you feel it when it's a couple times, right? Because it is an automatic first down, and if they happen, if you're watching a game and it happens on multiple third and longs, that, that's that flips games. So part of a press corner or a physical corner. You can get called as much for pass interference as you can for holding. Maybe holding happens more in the pros because they run pick routes and you kind of hold on to guys. They try to cross your face. And just the route trees are different, so you get fooled faster and you hold. I'm not saying holding doesn't happen. I just wish you'd give the DBs a little bit bit more of a benefit of the doubt. If you're not allowed to hold and you're not allowed to maul, how do you stop Carl Lewis and Michael Johnson flying down the field guy you see, those guys are just so fast yeah that, that, that's where i keep getting back to and whenever someone asks you know the niners man they're gonna kick their ass i'm just like well i don't, I don't think, think they've just i don't think they've seen a team maybe not kick their ass but I, I feel confident in the niners this this offense is a different animal now I, I think the old adage is defense wins championships and i get it but i i, I think mahomes isn't comparable to some of these former teams that had like the, the eighty four my or the eighty yeah eighty four Miami Dolphins or some of those mid eighties John Elway teams like they they just weren't as talented to me as this team. Now I, I'm I'm speaking more just people would tell me they weren't as talented as the Chiefs, so I'm going to go by <laughs> people I trust. But th- this this Chiefs offense was historic last year, and they brought everyone back and they added Hardeman, who's fast. Now, they, I guess they lost Kareem Hunt, but they lost him last year toward the playoff run, remember? Yeah, I mean, look, I'm picking the Niners in, in this the, game. You believe in defense wins championships in the sense of do you just automatically pick the defense over the sweet offense? Because I, I um, this one feels a little unique. No, I don't, I, I don't believe that because I think that's – to me it's stupid to just apply that blindly to every game because – Good defenses are different. Good offenses are different. Good offenses, not all good offenses do the same thing or are good for the same reasons. And not all defenses are good for the same reasons. Like if you told me this Niners defense, its secondary is what its defensive line, what its pass rush is. If I told you the Niners secondary, the way we talk about the secondary is is the way we have been talking about the defensive line. Like the secondary is the star of this defense. Would that make you feel better or worse about this game from a Niners perspective? I'd feel better. Yeah, I agree. I, I so would if, if if they were the equivalent. Of I like don't LLB. think it's a great. 
I don't. Yeah, I just don't think it's the best matchup for them. The, Their best matchup are teams that want to run. Yeah, I agree. The, and, and Andy and Reid doesn't like to run. Mobile. If the, if the quarterback is not RPO, like that, just I, I agree. Which is from an entertainment standpoint, that's all we can ask for. But I, I think if you want the Niners to win, which most people listening do, it, it could it could be difficult in the sense of it could just turn into a shootout, which. The Niners are built to play in a shootout. They can score. We've seen it happen. I just think when that happens, you get a Saints game. You get, I'm trying to think, the Rams game, where it's just going back and forth, and you're just holding on for dear life. The Niners have been a little lucky this year, right? They've had a lot of games where it was just, we are going to beat the living piss out of you. And our fans are going to throw a party in the stadium. Kyle's going to be high-fiving. Kittle's going to be chest-bumping. And it's going to be sweet. And it is fun. It feels a little Warriors-like, right? When they really started humming. Like, this is a, this is such a joke. It's so fun. This is, we're not watching Alabama play Fresno State, even though a couple years ago I think they played them well. We're watching two of the highest, you know, we would watch the Warriors do it to the best teams. We watched the Niners do it to the Packers twice. And you say what you want about the Packers. I don't think they're anywhere close to as good as the Chiefs. They did win 14 games. The, the Niners' combined score was like a 40-point point different. That is not normal, guy. It's just not. And I, that, that's what else makes me a little nervous is just a team that's had so many blowouts and, and everything go relatively perfect. I guess they – I mean, not that they haven't had adversity in games and even in the season because they have. And they've actually had adversity when you think about it. They've had injuries. They had Seattle game. That final game was the most insane game I think I've ever seen. But I guess part of it is the two playoff games. You just live it in recent memory, right? Have been almost too easy for playoff standards. Do you agree with that? Like, at least the Chiefs can go, yeah, we ended up winning both games by, you know, 20-plus. But there were points in both games where, like, shit, our backs. The Texans game, they were down 24 to nothing. At least the, for a moment. The whole stadium, Patrick Mahomes can say what he wants, had to think, is this our worst nightmare? There was no <laughs> point in any of the game where you thought that. Like, oh, Jimmy just threw a pick to Kendricks, but they were up, I think, 10 to 7. So it wasn't like they were down 17 to 10. They were always up. They were always up. And, and even the moment when, when Diggs scored the touchdown, you went, well, you'll just yank Akello out of the game. And that's what happened. You know, that's the Niners always have these other pitches. I'll just pull Weatherspoon, put Mosley in, right? You know, just yank. He's not feeling it today. Get the pitcher out. And they bring in the other guy. And then you bring in the other guy, and it turns out, well, it's basically Hayter, uh, then Mariano, then Wetland. That's like what the Niners do. Then all of a sudden, it's just blowout city, and you're just, we're going to the championship game. And then, oh, we're playing the Packers. It's going to look different. It's going to look different. Halftime, it's 23 to nothing. You're like, oh, didn't look different. Yeah. Yeah. I. But every time they have been down in games, they always battle back. That's why I don't, like, the Niners aren't ever going to get their ass kicked. You wouldn't think. I don't think, like, I, so, if the Chiefs win this game, it's about Mahomes and Andy. Because I don't think you separate them. The Niners, you can have it be a Kyle Shanahan game, but, but it's not a Garoppolo game, right? So, if the Niners win the game... The question is this, is it about the Niners defense or is it about Kyle Shanahan slash whichever part of the offense? 
And the, this goes back to what we discussed on the last podcast about the over-under at 54.5 while we both took the over. I have a hard time. The hardest scenario I have in seeing, if we put all the different scenario combinations together, would be the Niners' defense shuts down the Chiefs' offense. I have a hard time seeing that. So if the 49ers win the game, then I think it's going to be, first of all, Garoppolo cannot make a mistake. This goes back to why I think I think the, the margins are just thin. You, I don't think he can have a pick. He can't have a fumble that he loses in the red zone, whatever. Um, but if the 49ers win this game, I think it's, it's just a total Shanahan game. I think it's Shanahan looked like an absolute genius because Shanahan's going up against Andy and he's going up against Mahomes. So he's going up against the guy that can scheme crazy shit, but he's also going up against a guy that can do stuff totally out of the scheme. And there's nothing you can do about that. I don't think there's anything Robert Sala or Nick Bo- There's just only – I just don't know – I'm not saying they can't get stops or that the Niners' defense is going to get run over. I don't think that. But I just think the Niners' offense is going to have to – I just think I just think their margin is going to be thin. I think they just have to make play after play after play after play. And, um, and so that's a Kyle game. That's a Shanahan game. And he's proven right. Every step of the way this year, yeah. He has, so the, he has the pitches. I'm going to ride with him again, but I'm I'm uneasy. It is a trick play game too, and that's where I'm always fascinated in a Super Bowl. When do you bust out a double pass? Because remember, in the Saints game, it was twenty to seven, and you're like, "Whoa, they are like a Jimmy pick, a fumble away from this being thirty-five to seven fast." And then what does Kyle do? Double pass, and he hits it. You're like, "Whoa." Or maybe it was 14-7, he did that, and then or it was 14-0. I can't even remember the score. Maybe the double pass was first and the Jimmy D bomb was later or vice versa. But I, this is a game, to me, the moment you just start like, oh, we're backs against the ropes, you, you, you flip the switch. Okay, run the flea flicker. Or run whatever your trick play is that you think works against that defense. And that's where I think with well, – that's, to me, what makes this game really fun is you got multiple coaches that – Kind of to whip your you-know-what out and just show the country, right? But the Josh McDaniels does it all the time. Now, part of it is Bill busts them out in playoff games just because of the magnitude of them, and I think they got extra time to prepare. I, I think Kyle and Andy just – not that Josh doesn't, but just like kind of showing how smart they are sometimes. Just And it, it naturally comes out when you're just calling plays if you're just good at it. And that's where I think you might get like, whoa, what the hell? You know, something like that. Mm-hmm. And that's where I think that we're going to get something special play-wise between those two guys. Yeah. What do you think the first quarter score of this game is? Well, usually in a game that you think is going to be high scoring, the first quarter score is 0-0. To me, it's either 0-0 or like 17-14. to <laughs> I, I don't really see... I have a hard time just seeing it be kind of, you know, it's just a 6-3 game. Yeah, well, yeah, I don't see that either. Because I, I do think that both teams are going to come out so amped up. So I think one of the up. two of them scores a touchdown on their first drive, though. That's why I, I would lean like 14-14. I love your 0-0 idea, though, because that feels about the curveball that we deserve. Yeah, just kind of flop, sloppy, maybe some drops. Just guys are so amped. This does feel like a heavyweight fight. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. 
Medela, the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.